A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Head coach Clint Galvis of the New Lothrop Hornets joins me now. Coach, you knew you were going to be in for a fight in this one because they are such a good program out there at Durand. What were some things that they were able to take advantage of and come away with the victory this evening? Um, you know, obviously they, they run a, you know, full house wing tee and they're foot to foot and, uh, you know, up front, they got, uh, they're, they're pretty darn good. They got, um, they got a lot of size up front. They use it to their advantage. Um, you know, and they were able to hit some big traps, uh, for some big plays for us against, uh, you know, against us tonight. And, um, but ultimately I thought we did, you know, really a lot of, you know, good things on both sides of the ball. I mean, even defensively, um, you know, I think they might've scored, uh, three times on the same play as far as on a zero trap. Um, that we just, for whatever reason, uh, weren't able to stop that play. And, uh, of course they, they came back to a couple, you know, a couple times for, for, you know, big, huge chunk yardages for scores. And I think everything else we kind of shut down. I don't, they didn't complete a pass on us. In fact, I think we ended up at having an interception too, but, um, and then offensively we did some really good stuff. Um, and you know, I don't know what the stats are total yards, but I think we chunked up probably a lot of yards. I mean, um, but unfortunately just in any level, football doesn't matter you know, if you're playing on Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, um, you turn the ball over against a good team and, um, it's going to bite you. And, and that's what the difference was today. We just, uh, you know, we turned the ball over too much and we had some real big drives going and, uh, you know, we, we'd cough the ball up and, uh, you know, it, it was kind of uh, similar. We didn't get to talk last week, but similar story last week against, uh, against Ovid Elsie and, you know, lost, you know, by a point to them, lose by two today. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping, you know, lessons are learned. We can't, you know, sit here and, and cry about it. Uh, we got to kind of dust ourselves off and move on quickly. And, you know, I've kind of always said, um, you know, as, as far as the way I look at it, I mean, the whole regular season is <clears throat> it, it's all scrimmages and preparation for week 10. And, um, you know, that's still how I see it. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's things a little bit cause we didn't, you know, that was kind of for a league title and, um, you know, we didn't win the league title and, you know, yeah, that's one of the goals, but it's not our ultimate goal. And, um, you know, that our main goal is still there in front of us and it's still attainable. We still have a great, great team, a great group of kids. Um, you know, and I, like I said, I, I think it's maybe starting to sink in a little bit that, uh, you get, uh, you turn the ball over, you're going to have a hard time beating good teams and we just got to do a better job, uh, on that end. And, um, we all got to step our game up coaching staff and the kids and, um, you know, it, it does stink, obviously, lose, lose the game, lose back-to-back games, um, as you know, but at the same time, um, we're going to dust ourselves off, and uh, I think we're going to be stronger before, uh, because of it, and, uh, you know, I think all this is just going to make us, you know, more battle-tested when we get into uh, that second season, Week 10. Absolutely. You and I talked about that a few weeks ago. You told me how, how much pride you take 
in putting together the toughest schedule that you can to get yourselves ready for the playoffs once that starts. Because as you said, for you guys, the expectation is getting there and then that becoming your actual season as opposed to the scrimmages that you have during the regular season. So I really feel like there are some lessons that you can learn from this one. But in both instances, these were like tough, narrow losses. And I think there's a lot you guys can take from that going into the final week of the season. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I said, we it's it's not as though, uh, you know, our effort and, and uh, those things weren't there because they were. Um, but like you said, uh, you know, we, we're definitely going to be able to watch a film on this one, just like we did last week. Hopefully learn some lessons from it, um, you know, regroup. Uh, and like we don't have a whole lot of time. We're going to be playing a tough Lake Fenton team next week, a Division Four playoff team last year. And um, you know, we're going to their place. So again, just another, uh, opportunity to get better, um, to be battle tested. And, um, you know, I, I think, like I said, I, I truly believe this is all going to pay dividends for us. Um, you know, in the second half here of the, uh, you know, starting the playoffs. You have built such a great program out there in New Lothrop. A lot of the people in your town are very proud of all the things that you've done out there. So much, in fact, that when I said in a tweet a few weeks ago that there's a dozen stoplights in Montrose and New Lothrop, I had a lot of New Lothrop fans say, hey, get it right, there's one stoplight in this town. That's how much they love their town, and they they corrected me on that. But even for a one-stoplight town, you have built a phenomenal program out there at New Lothrop. There are a lot of kids who work so hard, even when they're in elementary and middle school, for that opportunity to be a part of your program. How proud are you of the uh, things that you've been able to do in order to build that pipeline in New Lothrop? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool to see. I mean, I've just been blessed um, to be in this awesome community and, uh, um, you know, and really just have an amazing staff. And, you know, I think I've talked to you about that before. I think the, that that's really kind of what has set us apart is just being able to keep this same staff together, coaches and we just get along so well. We compliment each other so well. And, uh, but like you said, it is cool, man. Seeing like the, the kids and, um, you, you know, they're all, you know, they just, they, they look up to these varsity guys, like they're, you know, NFL guys. And, uh, it's just really fun to, to see. And, and like you said, it's, it's really cool because, uh, you know, you, you, I got, I always get a group of water boys, you know, that are young. And then it's like, and then eventually the, obviously they're seeing, you know, varsity kids. And that's what I got now. It's just funny. Like our quarterback, Jack was our water boy. Um, uh, our Nick Barnett was a water, you know what I mean? You get all these kids and you said, they, you, it's just cool to see them grow and they're with you all the time. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a really, it's, it is a special place. It's hard. It's hard to put into words and it's, unless you kind of, uh, experience it. And I know you've been around the town a little bit, so you got a pretty good grasp on it, but, uh, uh, you know, you go to you go to the grocery store up here. You you stop in the little the diner here, and it's um, you know everyone everyone wants to talk you know talk to talk to about football and uh, or whatever sport is going on. And maybe it's wrestling, maybe it's basketball, whatever time of year it is. But this town lives and breathes its uh, its sports and its athletics, and um, you know they're very proud. And um, you know it's it's been awesome to, uh, to to hopefully give them some entertainment here the last fourteen years or so. I, I love that story about how they came up as water boys and then they became big time players for your program. <laughs> even those kids that want to be a part of that, not everybody gets that opportunity, even though <laughs> they may dream about it. So when you get those kids to the varsity level, how do you go about managing not just those kids' expectations, but the parents as well? Yeah, um, 
as far as uh, just the expectations here. I think, um, I don't know, kind of everyone kind of knows, right? I mean, uh, um, what the expectations are. I mean, it, we've, we've had a lot of success in the past years, and I think, in a sense, it, it just becomes probably a little bit expected by the community, you know, and so when you when you're coming off like we just had here a couple losses um you know you'll get the kind of well what's going on what happened you know and um what's wrong with the team that kind of stuff and you know it's nothing's wrong i mean heck we we fought two uh you know two hard-fought games against two good teams just come out you know a couple of points shy a couple points shy tonight and um that's football i mean honestly like tonight was fun like i had a blast coaching tonight and um, I hope the kids had fun playing. I mean, these are the games you want to play in. And, but, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, the expectations are high because because um, of the success we had. We want the expectations high. I think with high expectations uh, requires, obviously, a lot of extra hard work. And that's what these kids have put in because it's like every class that comes in, they don't want to be the class that, you know, uh, didn't succeed or, or didn't do this. You know, because it's just like I said, year after year, we've, we've won this, we've won that. Um, and it's like, you know, every class doesn't want to be that class that, that doesn't live up to that. So I, it's like the kids, they put their own expectations on, on themselves, really. I mean, we, we, we do what we do as far as uh, scheduling our uh, workouts and all that stuff we do in the offseason. And uh, like I think I told you before, man, if we get darn near 100 percent, I mean, the kids, they they put that on themselves. And, you know, and it's good. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, that's what draws the, the best out of us. I'm glad that you guys had fun tonight, even though you didn't come out on top in this one, because if you're not having fun, then why are you even going out there and competing? Why even put on the pads at that point? Yeah. 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 And, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, we, this is, I mean, why, I mean, you play football while you play Friday night lights. I mean, that's the, to be in these kind of games, like you said, you got to take a step back and enjoy it, you know, and they're not all always going to go your way, you know, and, and, uh, and I guess I'm getting old enough to know that I'm the, Hey, trust me, I hate losing more than anyone I know, but I'm also old enough to, to be able to take a step back and go, well, that's why we do it, man. That's why we want that competition. And like I said, sometimes the things don't go your way tonight, then everything didn't go our way. But um, at the end of the day, I still enjoy what I do. I mean, I, I believe the kids still had fun, you know I mean? Obviously they don't want to lose, but um, that's why we do it. So, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm I, I have no regrets. You know, one of the lessons I might tell your kids is if you didn't have fun doing this tonight, just getting a chance to play football, wait until you have to get a real job in the real world, and then you have to experience all that. And you'll wish you wish you were right back there out of, out there against Durand uh, trying to overcome yeah. a loss. You're right. No, exactly. You're right. And it's you know it's funny because you can you can tell a 17 year old kid uh, that as many times as you want that you don't know what you have until it's gone, but until they're gone, until it's gone and they're not playing anymore and they're graduated, uh, they don't know. But it's funny how many kids come back every year and say, man, you were right, coach. Like, I, you know, I didn't realize how much I was going to miss it, but man, do I miss it. And, you know, you, you, you don't, I guess, really know until it's gone, but you know, we've experienced it and I know, and I think that's ultimately why I got into coaching in the first place. Cause I loved high school football so much that, um, I love playing so much that I just need to find something that was as close as I can get. And, uh, I guess, you know, coaching fills that for me. And I'm glad you found that because once you find that passion, you never work a day in your life. I know that's a cliche that lots of people love to throw out there, but I have found that it's true because 
I've had many different jobs, many different roles over the years, but nothing is as satisfying as what I do getting to talk to coaches and athletes before and after games, just getting to share their stories because there's so many great stories out there that you can share. But if there wasn't someone like me, nobody else would know about them. So it's it's such a thrill to get to talk to you on a Friday night. Even though you came up short in a game, you're still happy. You're still loving what you do. And that's one of the reasons why I do that. That's the biggest reward I can get from this show, that I can talk to a coach uh, on either side of the, of the scoreboard and not coming up with a victory. But you still had fun doing it. And that's what's really important. And when you get to talk to those guys after they leave their program, what is it like to know that you've had that kind of impact, that uh, they enjoyed being with you so much that even four or five years after getting out of school and not having to take tests or homework anymore, they still miss the after-school practices and the bus rides and all that camaraderie? Yeah, I mean, everything that comes with it, right? I mean, it's like funny, we always we would kind of joke around like, uh, you know, throughout the summer, like last, you know, July, Monday practice, got, you know, seniors kind of, you know, kind of ha-ha and um, but it, it really, you know, kind of, I think as it goes on, it really kind of starts to hit for them, you know, that this is, this is kind of it because, uh, like you said, even those little things, even the, the grueling two a days, uh, you know, you, you miss. And, uh, but like you said, you know, having them guys come back and, um, just knowing what it meant to them and that you had that impact, that's what makes it special. I mean, today, shoot, before the game, I'm sitting on my couch here in the office and it's like five, I don't know, five, five fifteen, and. One of my player, former players, Taylor Krupp, um, you know, uh, he had a lot of success, went to U of M, actually walked on at U of M, Michigan, played played there, made the team. Um, and he was 26 years old now, and he just popped into the uh, the office here. He drove all the way back to watch the game, and he just sat in the couch, and we talked. And it was just – it's just, all you know, at the end, you know, he's heading out, and, you know, he gives me a hug, says, I love you, and, you know, and it's, it's stuff like that. I mean, that really matters to me, and, and just – I don't know, those relationships that I've built that uh, I'll have forever. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a brotherhood here. And, and uh, you know, I'm that's one thing I'm proud of that I think um, I've helped instill and uh, establish. And, um, you know, hopefully that'll carry on um, for a long time. I know those relationships will always carry on that I've built. But um, this brotherhood, it's a special thing, man. And, and that just something little like that before the game that really kind of just said, you know what, this, that's what it's all about. That's what makes it worth it for me. And, um, you know, wins are awesome and, uh, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I know we're, I know everyone else judges us on our wins and losses, but, um, there's a hell, a whole heck of a lot more, um, that I, that I base success off of. You know, those are the things you won't see in the stat sheet. So that's why we have these conversations here. So people know that there's more to it than just the final score, which was 23-21 Durand over New Lothrop tonight. But people are getting so much more than just that final score of those stats. And I'm glad I could share that with everybody tonight, especially your fan base out there in New Lothrop. It is a great town. That is Clint Galvis, the head coach of the New Lothrop Hornets. New Lothrop loses to Duran this evening, 23-21. They close out the regular season next week against Lake Fenton. Coach Galvis, thank you so much for making the time this week. Best of luck to you guys as you try to snap that uh, two-game losing skid next week. Thank you. Appreciate you. Would you like to hear more about the New Lothrop Hornets? Then go to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can catch previous episodes that I have had over the years about New Lothrop football and my previous conversations with head coach Clint Galvis just by looking them up on the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, 
the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can always get updates on a Duff said just by going to my Facebook page, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can find me on Twitter, just look me up. It's an easy one, Duff Tyler. Until next time, this is Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said.